I'm in the process right now of clarifying who I want to work with and what I want to work with them about. And this is an interesting process. It's been going on for the last three months. One of the first questions that pops into my mind that I'm sure you're asking is, why? Why are you doing that? It's a fair question because I wasn't really necessarily trying to do that before. Before I was an access consciousness facilitator, I my focus was the access consciousness tools, talking about those tools with you. And somewhere in the last three to four months, that's just changed for me. I am living the tools now. I'm being the tools. I'm happy with myself. I want to live the next 50 years happy with myself. I just don't have the same drive to function in the way that I did before at all. And but but to get to your question of why am I going through all of this specialization, it's because I started looking at, I would like a bigger business. When you start looking at something growing, whether it's 10 times or double or whatever growth, the one thing you want to start to look at is what produces right now the majority of my revenue. Like what activities do I do that bring in revenue? And when I looked at my business, the activities that I do that bring in revenue were the ones having to do with my email list and having done a fuck ton of video watching and learning and all the things from all the people. I know that my revenue or your revenue is in direct proportion to the size of my email list in a business like this one. If you are out there creating in the world and connecting with people, this is not as relevant to you. Although I would still argue that having an email list is probably your best asset. No, you are your best asset. Your email list is your second best business asset because without you, the email list doesn't run. So in order. So I'm looking at my email list, realizing that I, the energy that I want my life to be is, is, is inclusive of a business that is run primarily virtually and in about two to three hours a day. I don't currently have that business. I work in my business. I do have a lot of flexibility, I have to say. But when I work on my business, it's like six to eight to 10 hours a day, right? So so we're a ways out from that. And as I'm looking at that, this is a very long answer to your question of why would I be specializing? I, I realize that one, I need to find a way of bringing in new people, more than one way. Anyway, and what had been working for me before had, has just stopped working. So if that way that I knew before is not going to work and I need to find a new way, what are some of the ways? And so I started looking at paid advertising. Is that the only way? No, there's lots of ways. But I started looking at paid advertising for a couple of thing, other things that I wanted. I wasn't necessarily interested anymore in filling my email list with people that were just looking for free things. I don't mind contributing to people. I have a whole YouTube channel that's dedicated to contributing to people. You can go change your life on my YouTube channel for free. And many, 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 many people have. And I think that's amazing. I also, now including me, my life, want to make money. And so as I started to look at my techniques for building my list, I was looking at the fact that I was doing this thing where I was trying, where I was filling my email list with people who were interested in the thing I was giving away. And out of that, finding people who did indeed want more and wanted to support with their cash and all that kind of stuff. 
but I had a bigger percentage of people who were at the bottom of their life's journey looking for tools and legs up and who weren't ever going to contribute to me any of their money, mostly because they didn't have it. And what I was trying to do with those people was take them and turn them into, I was trying to take, let's say my worst clients and turn them into my best clients. Now I've been doing a lot of reading over the last few days and I'm sorry, months, not just days. And one of the books that I read was called The Pumpkin Plan by Mike Michalowicz. And if you go to crystaljoycrawford.com slash reads, maybe I can, this one here, I'll show you. You can get a list of my, all the books that I'm just obsessed with right now. In The Pumpkin Plan, Mike Michalowicz Mike wrote Profit First. So Profit First is this incredible tool for you as the entrepreneur to get a handle on your money management system. It's like the thing that totally changed the game for me financially with my business. He wrote a bunch of other books. And in the pumpkin plan, it's he wrote a book on how to take, it was like his version of 10xing your business, basically. How do you take an existing business, call, call, the things that aren't producing the biggest pumpkin. He tells this story of like, how do you grow a big pumpkin in the process? How do you call all the things that are, that are basically taking energy away from the biggest pumpkin, discover what the biggest pumpkin is, and then put all your energy into there, bringing in new clients to your biggest pumpkin. And I'm sort of losing my point with that. Uh, so I, so I took myself through his book. I went through his process. Oh, and I started talking to and connecting with some of my best clients. And I would, for you listening to this, I would categorize your best clients as, as the people you just love to work with. It's like if all your clients were like that person, you would be on board completely, 100%. Um, so I... You know, I, I have a database. I pulled all their information. I, I got a list of all the people that had ever paid me money. And then I got a list of the people that had paid me over a certain amount and, and da, da, da. And I started having conversations with them because I wanted to start to find out, can I serve the people that find who I am and what I do really valuable? Can I serve them more? Can I serve them better? Can I come up with ideas that, that, that serve them better, serve them more. Okay. That was, that's, that's the premise of Mike Michalowicz. So I, so I had about eight conversations and I have more to have still, but out of those eight conversations came two very distinct services that I can do with a lot of ease. And, and I did, I put together one of them. It was the 30 day coach setup and it's been incredibly successful. It's a program that I get, I can run repeatedly that will get people up and running with their coaching business in a way that they never could have done on their own. Like, so out of those conversations came that program. We're in the middle of it right now. And I'm about to build the second program that I got the idea for through having these conversations right now. But out of those things, out of those conversations, I got this huge awareness that I'd sort of had before that I had in a different way that was my favorite people on the planet right now to work with are entrepreneurs. It's just my favorite conversation to have. And you can even ask Andres, like, I'm not a, 
I can be very social, but I would be, I am what I would consider an extroverted introvert. I can be very extroverted. I really, I like doing this. When I'm in a group, I can make everybody feel comfortable and all that stuff. But I basically at the end of that need to go away and recover. <laughs> I get energy from being alone. And then I go through this weird thing where I'm done being alone and I want to be around people. And if there's no people, I'm kind of annoyed. So it's a weird, it's weird being me, but I'm an extroverted introvert. So Oh, see, can I keep my points? Ah, so I realized that the, the, oh, that I love talking about business, that no matter where I am in any social setting, if I can find somebody that is willing or able to talk about business, I will be with them talking about business for the whole entire party. Like that's all I really care about. I didn't have kids. I don't have close connections with my family. I don't have, I have a husband, but he's like off doing his thing. I don't have a lot of other interests except for consciousness and business. And, and those two things pretty much consume all my time. I'm interested in working out. I work out, but like to have conversations about that, not really. And I will talk about relationships definitely because I'm in one and I've definitely navigated a lot of relationship stuff. But if you give me the choice between the conversation for relationships and business, I'll always take business. And so the last three months has been about looking at all of that. Like, what am I just addicted to? What do I, who do I love to work with? What is it that I could talk about forever, read about forever, go to things about forever? It's business. Connected to business is money because you don't get into business to do it for free. And so business and money are like, they're just my wheelhouse. They're just where they, that is where I want to excel. That is, those are the people that I love working with. Those are the people that come to me to work with me based on what I've created so far and what they see in me. So to round out a long story, I've been getting clear on that and being, and working on the articulation of my specialty. Now, I don't think that's a shock to anybody. <laughs> Meaning, I don't think it's going to be super weird when I start out just pumping out a bunch of business and money content. But here's what I've been doing with that because I think up to this point, it's been sort of, um, I want to use the word unilateral, and I don't know if that's the right use of that word. Meaning, I've been trying to keep my business and money conversations within the framework of access consciousness. I want to, and let me elaborate on that a little bit. It's interesting when you are so deeply informed by something, what that tends to restrict in your own world. Not that anybody else is doing that to you, but just what that tends to restrict. What I was trying to do previously was I was trying to keep all my business and money conversations within the context of access consciousness. So if, you know, look into the reference materials and into the books for the tools and then talk about those tools same with money. And I will still to, to my dying day tell you that the best money transformation tool on the planet is the How to Become Money Workbook by Access Consciousness. This is not me changing my mind. This is me going, there is so much more I want to talk about regarding business and money than I have allowed myself to talk about so far. And so what I've been doing for the last three months is going, well, what is that? <laughs> 
if I could expand this thing that I just adore, that I'm obsessed with, that I'm constantly studying, trust me, I'm constantly studying, what would all the different facets be? Well, one of the big, major, let's call it a pillar, would be consciousness. You cannot be in business if you are unconscious. You just, you fucking can't. If you look at all the people that are succeeding in business, they have a, a high level of self-awareness. They have a high level of ambition and a high level of drive. And let's just say this, if they're succeeding and they don't have a high level of self-awareness, they typically crash and then come back into it with more awareness. That's probably a better way to, to put it. I actually watched a video by a creator called Vanessa Lau, who was apparently really big in the coaching space and and then quit a year ago. And so for some reason, she showed up on my suggested videos page on YouTube and because the headline was why I quit a million dollar business and I couldn't resist. So I clicked on it. She quit after a year because it, she had gotten so successful in her business and building it out the way other people had that she didn't recognize herself anymore and didn't want to do it anymore. And so she took a year off, which she could do. She still made a hundred grand that year and, and went and found herself and became herself again. So that exists. But what my point was that a big pillar of what I want to talk about regarding business is consciousness, but there are other pillars. And I think this is where my pivot is coming from. I, for 10 years have just been like macro obsessed, extremely focused on the consciousness part. Consciousness is where everything is included and nothing is judged. If you can live from a space of where everything is included and nothing is judged, and even including your own insanity, you are living conscious. There, you've arrived. Now what? Now what? And so in access consciousness, there's so much conversation about now you need to create your life, right? Now you need to create your life. So I spent all these years like obsessed about getting conscious, getting aware, getting like, like conquering, receiving totally, right? All these big, big asks. And last summer, sometime in the mix of the early fall, I arrived from my point of view, only from my point of view. Like, do I, do I consider myself enlightened and at the top of the mountain? I don't consider myself anything except myself. Here I am. So that's a big pillar. Consciousness is huge. And there's a lot of facets to consciousness. I clearly have talked for the last eight years on YouTube about consciousness. There's a lot to cover, but there's more. There's like nurturing you, the creator. There's a whole pillar on, on, on nurturing. There's a whole pillar on creativity. Do you know there's this, to be an entrepreneur 24 seven, do you know how creative you need to be constantly? You're constantly choosing things. Uh, decision fatigue is not really a thing for entrepreneurs. That's not exactly true. It, it can be a thing, but you are making so, if you are succeeding in any way in entrepreneurship, you are in a constant state of choosing things, constant. So you're constantly creating the next 
creative solution to a, a growth problem, or you're creating your next offer, or you're creating, out creating your own insanity, or you're you're constantly in creation. And if you're not in creation, you're in maintenance, but even in maintenance, because maintenance is not very fun, you've got to be creative in doing maintenance because it's not very fun. Or you're creating tax solutions or you're creating bank systems, but you are constantly creating. So if you're not nurturing or filling the well or acknowledging even, dear God, that you are creating, if you're not nurturing and feeding your creator, you are going to be tired after a while. And I was, let me tell you, because for a full year or two, I just put my head down and worked. And I've told the story why before I took this huge loan, I put myself under an immense amount of pressure. I just worked. And so at the end of that two years, there was no nurturing that happened. Could I have done more of that? Of course. Did I? No, because I'm extreme and myself. And so there it is. So there is a whole arm of creativity, um, stimulating it, nurturing it, acknowledging it, talking about it. When I started reading Seth Godin's book, The Practice, and Seth Godin has is is a well-known figure, you probably know about him, who has all these books, but they all his books come from his blogs because he writes a blog every day. He has a daily practice. So I got I found the book The Practice again and got into it. I felt like a starving person seeing food for the first time in in five years when I opened his book. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I had no idea that I had starved myself of creative conversation for this long. So that's the thing. Body, your body is a pillar in the business conversation. That is a pillar conversation. Listening to it, talking to it, letting it lead you, letting it give you ideas, allowing it to contribute to you. That's a, we got a lot to talk about when it comes to your body. Money. That's a big pillar. And you could probably break money up into three big pillars. Getting good at making money is a big pillar. Getting good with money systems is another pillar. Educating yourself about money. Do you know how much I've learned about money since I've been an entrepreneur? Everything. I've learned everything about money. And like everything that I know now, I learned while being an entrepreneur. I learned this much about money being a waitress. I learned just enough I learned a lot more things about business being a waitress. That's a whole fun series, actually, that I need to do. Note to self. But like everything I learned about money, I learned about. So education about money, the history of money, um, money systems, uh, getting good at making money, getting good at being money, what being money is, uh, the energetics of money, the physicality of money, the myth of money, the concept of money. <laughs> being an entrepreneur. You need to know a lot about money being an entrepreneur. You need to know how to manage your cash flow. You need to know that you have, should have cash flow. You, there's a lot of things. So then there's the, the personal development side of business. And I think this is probably going to get, end up getting called mindset, but it's the, it, it'll get called mindset, I'm sure. But it's that inner, the inner game of business. You know, right now we're in the middle of the 30 day coach setup and I sort of jumped on board to do a daily video with everybody so they didn't feel alone. And we could consider this one of those videos. But the inner game of business is, is huge. So these people have all signed up for this program to get set up to coach. They've been talking about wanting to coach. They've, some of them have been doing content around coaching. They're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to. 
and, and not done the thing. So I'm like, no problem. I can lead you through the thing. So that's what we're doing. And I cannot tell you how many of the people in there are running into these places in their life where they just want to quit. This is big. This is big. Running a business is not easy. It can come to you with ease and joy and glory. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. That's an access consciousness mantra. That's a possibility you can choose. But it's not easy. You run into stuff every single day that you have to learn. The learning curve. Fuck. Do you know how many things you have to learn in business? Like handling the learning curve. That's a whole pillar. So the inner game is like you, you hit something you don't know. What are you going to be with yourself? Are you going to give yourself space to learn it? Are you going to quit? Because you are going to, as an entrepreneur, run into that stuff all the fucking time. Markets are going to change. Your audience is going to change. Your you are going to change. What you want is going to change. Everything's going to change all the time. So you're going to be dealing with change constantly, internally and outternally. So how are you going to handle that? What are your tools? So that's a whole thing. Um, I've lost track of all my things. Business growth is a whole thing because there's so many different ways to grow. There's your way to grow. Empowerment of yourself and questions for business is a whole thing. And so my point is that, and, and consciousness includes all of that. So the bottom line with where I'm going with this, I suppose, is that the person who hasn't, hadn't been including myself in, no, the, let me try that sentence again for all the people in the back. The person who hadn't been including things or me was me. I really, and, and so forming my specialty or articulating what I specialize in, it isn't really business. I specialize in something much deeper than that, that has more to do with my ability to pinpoint gifts and abilities and ease-filled th- items. And, and, and that goes hand in hand with my ability to spot when an energy is not congruent. So, you know, is, it, it isn't that my specialty necessarily is business. My specialty is much deeper than that. It's much more broad. It has more applications than just business. But what I love to do is, is business. I fucking love it. And, and I do it all day, every day. The only time I don't do business, the only time I don't engage is when I am going through a personal insecurity. And, and I do. I go through those because I'm a person and I'll go through those and that's okay. But every other time I'm like obsessed. (laughs) So I, I don't know why I'm telling you this. I want you to know, number one, I want you to know that's why everything's changing around here. I want you to know that, uh, your, what I'm, the way I'm talking about what I'm specializing in is that I help, I work with, I empower emerging and existing coaches and facilitators to clarify, articulate, and move their work out into the world. And I am fucking thrilled that that's what I'm choosing. That has nothing to do with what I'm certified in. That has everything to do with who I am. 
So you can look forward to a lot more, a lot more content on this. This is the introduction. This is the beginning. This is like, hey, I think I'm finally coming out of the closet. And it's been really, can I just say something about that? Coming out about this has felt a lot like that. <laughs> and please forgive me if you are a person that officially came out of the closet with your sexuality and you're like, you have no fucking idea. You're right. I don't. What I will tell you is that this has taken a lot of courage for me to choose. And it's been a very similar courage-filled moment as when I left the Christian church. Because I know what people are, I know how the, I know how some people will perceive this and how they'll judge this. And it's not that. And I've I have a tendency, I don't, oh, I don't, I don't live by it or I'm not ruled by it, but I have a tendency to know what people are going to project and not want that to happen and then try to avoid it. But then I'll always go around that and come out anyway. So it's been intense coming out about what I'm specializing in. The biggest thing that I've had to struggle, the biggest thing I've wrestled with is not wanting to leave anybody behind. And see, it brings tears just saying it in words. Because if you don't have a business or you have no interest in business, I don't want you to think that I don't care about you. <laughs> so clearly everything that is times a godzillion, I destroy it and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all nine shorts, boys, poets, idiots. And if I'm honest, I've spent the last probably 48 years of my life, you know, I'm 48 this year trying to make sure that people knew that I cared. And I can't live like that anymore. <laughs> Not that you ever expected me to, but I just can't. I have to move forward into being the brilliance that I am and being able to contribute to the people that can and want to choose, choose to participate in that. And so I, I just want all of you to know if you're listening and you are an emerging or an existing entrepreneur, I am more than ever going to be geared towards contributing to you. If you aren't, you could still get a lot out of what I'm doing. And also it's okay if you go find what you need. I, I really, if I want to live in a world of artists Artists come in all shapes and all sizes. I think entrepreneurship is one of the greatest forms of art because it's other people, it's people giving other people a chance to participate in their idea. And that, what, what a gift that is. And you have ideas. You as a being are the gift. It may take you going to a bunch of access consciousness classes or reading a bunch of books or doing your own work to discover that you are a gift or to even be willing to be the gift that you are, but it doesn't mean you aren't a gift. So I would, I want to live in a world where you and your gift have their chance if you're willing to go on that journey. And that's who I'm going to be speaking to from now on until I change. <laughs> So thank you for listening to this and, and thank you for being here on this 
ride with me. I don't know if there, uh, I don't know if there's a more vulnerable thing than living your life out loud on the internet, probably with other people <laughs> could probably be more vulnerable. There's probably a few things, but it is vulnerable. And, you know, I appreciate all of you that have stuck around and been here and also been contributed to, like really been grateful for what it is that I, this, this hot mess of a whirlwind hurricane that I am allowing me to contribute to your life. So that's it for now for this video. I am so grateful that I jumped on here and did this. And if this, you know, contributed to you and you know, somebody that's going through a pivot or a specialization or an attempt to articulate, I'm going to be putting out more materials over the next days and weeks that contribute to that. I've got a list going right here. Uh, that's called clarifying questions to articulate your thing. So that's coming out soon. Um, just get on the email list because that's going to be the easiest way to stay in touch. You can check out this book list right here. I adore you. Like, subscribe, comment, and share. Make this channel blow up. Let's Let's create a greater possibility for all of us out in the world that are doing our art and living our dreams. What else is possible that we haven't considered? I adore you. Bye.